0: The Bearcats can achieve something in 2023 that has not been achieved in nearly 70 years. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good morning. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. It's free and available everywhere that you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow it to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day here on Lockdown Bearcats. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Cincinnati Bearcats, for the first time since... 1946 through 1953. They can in 2023 achieve a sixth consecutive winning season. That has not been done since the mid-1950s. And I say all and I say that because of what I talked about yesterday. I wrote about this on All Bearcats. You should. Relevancy should matter to you. Because it matters to me. When you experience as a sports fan, your team being irrelevant, it's not fun. So when your team becomes relevant, yes, your expectations become greater. Yes, you hope they win the national championship. But at the same time, what should matter to you is that you never go back to being irrelevant. When you matter on a local level, but you don't matter on a national level. The Bearcats in 2020 and 2021, the two most fun seasons in program history, because they were in the conversation, and also 2009, they were in the conversation to play for a national championship. And that is what makes being a fan fun. When you're in the conversation, when every single week is a build-up to another big game. 2021, every game felt big for the Bearcats. If the Bearcats lost, their season was over. It was that nervousness and it was that anticipation. So, yes, the Bearcats program might be in a rebuild. We've talked about that this offseason already. We're going to talk about it again. By the way, programming note live room later today at 12 30 p.m. Eastern Time, yours truly and Russ Heltman. But the fact that the Bearcats are still relevant, the fact that they are going into the Power Five Conference, all you should expect from this team is make a bowl game and have that winning season. That can be seven and six, that can be eight and five, it can be anything that's seven and six or above. That's what matters to me. That's being relevant. In the Big 12, that's being relevant on a national level. All that stuff matters to me, and it should matter to you. Six straight winning seasons. It's only been done twice in program history. The other time, in addition to 1949 through 1954, it was done from 1930. Through 1935. Is that six straight? Yes. 1930 through 1935. That's six winning seasons. And by the way, those that was when they didn't play. Um, well, in some seasons they played um, 12 games like in 1950, but not consistently. In the modern college football the Bearcats have not had a stretch of six straight winning seasons even in the stretch where they have gone to a bowl game in 13 of the previous 16 years they haven't had six straight winning seasons they had a losing season in 2010 they had a losing season of course in 2016 and 2017 and by the way yes they won they had a winning record from 11 through 15 but in 2010 and 2016 they didn't and therefore, it wasn't six consecutive. The Bearcats can achieve that this year. Six straight winning seasons. Again, the Bearcats do not have. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear this. I've said it once. I'll say it again. The Bearcats are not at the pedigree historically that a Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Georgia, Georgia, Clemson, etc. And you can maybe exclude Clemson. Actually, well, in the modern college football, yes. Historic pedigree. The Bearcats are not that. Yet. It takes a decade, at least. Probably multiple. The Bearcats just... Entered relevancy. They were relevant in no way, no nine. Then they weren't. Once the Big East dissolved, now they are. Be appreciative of that. Be appreciative that this program is about to potentially get a sixth consecutive winning season, something that has not been done since the Eisenhower administration. Yeah, nineteen fifty-four. You know how long ago that was? Both my parents were not born yet. My grandparents were probably in high school. Um, The Bengals weren't in existence. Heck, the AFL still existed. That's, yeah, that's where we are. That was before Oscar Robertson, for Bearcat purposes. Oscar Robertson had not played for Cincinnati yet. That's how long it's been since the Bearcats have had six straight winning seasons. We now get to potentially witness that in year one of the Big 12. All because the Bearcats are relevant. Again, your expectations might be higher. That's fine. But all I am saying, all I am saying is be appreciative of what this program has done over the last five years. Because they're not Alabama or Ohio State just yet. Have they beaten any of those programs? No. Have they come close? Yeah. But they haven't beaten them yet. They're going into the Power Five. Let's see what they do once they get there. Well, we all thought the Big 12 schedule was going to be out by today. It turns out that's not the case. It's going to be released, uh, according to a report, later this month, towards the end of the month. So we don't have a schedule to talk about, but I'm going to talk about the games that I'm most looking forward to seeing and hoping gets put on the schedule this year, at least in the big 12. We'll do all that after I tell you how this episode of lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by bet online, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, info stats, news and analysis and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season of basketball and the world cup. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those that Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. Now make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, here from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever. You get your podcasts. So the Bearcats in the Big 12 next year, games I'm looking forward to seeing. There's two in particular that I hope get put on the schedule. One is UCF. I think the Big 12 has to recognize what what that rivalry was in the American Athletic Conference and that it could be a huge rivalry in the Big 12. Both fan bases are incredibly passionate. And and, and you, I, I know Bearcat fans, I think, UCF's fan base kind of, um, you know, UCF fans can kind of irk Bearcat fans. I think UCF has a great fan base. That university has a tremendous athletic as a tremendous athletic department. They deserve to be in the Big Twelve. I'm happy they're coming to the Big Twelve with Cincinnati. They deserve it. You know, say what you will about their football program, and that it hasn't been to a near six bowl since 2018. You know, say what you will about their fake national championship. They are deserving of being in the Power 5 conference. And I think after what we saw with that rivalry, that rivalry between the Bearcats and UCF, um, there were three or two. Actually, yeah, three. 2019, obviously, a classic at Nippert Stadium. Bearcats beat UCF, really um, uprooting UCF's place amongst the, at the top of the conference. Then... The Bearcats win a classic in Orlando in 2020, 36-33. And then UCF wins a close one this past year. So they played three really close games. The Bearcats um, and UCF both won two conference championship games. They also won a conference championship before the inception of the conference championship game. So there is a lot of success between these two programs. I do think that it's going to be a rivalry heading into... The Big Twelve. I want to see that rivalry continue. If it is on the schedule this year, I hope it's in Cincinnati because it was it was in Orlando this past year. West Virginia, bring back that rivalry. Um, Cincinnati and West Virginia obviously were in the Big East. West Virginia's been in the Big Twelve for um, the, the last decade. I, I think their first year was um, twenty thirteen, but let me make sure of that I, I know for a fact that I know for, I know for, I, I, I am almost certain that it has been since 2013. Let me just confirm that. And yes, uh, no, 2012, excuse me, 2012, their first year in the Big 12 uh, in football. So they've been in the Big 12 for 11 years. And I think if you're a Cincinnati fan, Obviously the Bearcats got on the wrong side of conference realignment 10 years ago, obviously 2016 happened, but let that go. You're in the big 12. Now you're going to be reunited in that rivalry with the Mountaineers. We all know that it's the, you know, it's the closest team geographically to Cincinnati. Um, I can't wait for the game at Nippert Stadium. Uh, I mean, the color scheme is going to be great with the you know red, black, and gold. And then, you know, going to West Virginia, Country Roads, take me home. That's going to be nice to get back in there. So, you know, the success that both teams had in the Big East, the success that West, um, that the Bearcats had recently, I think it's going to create for a really unique rivalry. Um, Outside of that, BYU is going to be an interesting experience if the Bearcats go to Brigham Young. And here's the thing about joining the Big 12. Like, the Bearcats, they – they haven't really had to travel west. I mean, the Big East was the Big East. The American, the farthest west they went was Tulsa. So, going to Provo, Utah, that's going to be a challenge. You're crossing two time zones. You're going to the mountain air. You're going out west. And you're going to face a team with a you know great tradition in history and Brigham Young who obviously, you know, the Bearcats had that rivalry with in 2020 as far as, you know, who the best group of five independent team was besides Notre Dame. And, I mean, I think Cincinnati proved far and away they were the better of the two. So interesting rivalry there between two passionate fan bases, two football-rich history schools. I'm really excited to see how that is going to play out. If the Bearcats do have to go to Brigham Young, obviously, if you if you remember 2016, the uh, BYU came to Cincinnati and took it to Cincinnati. And that was the game, if my memory serves me correct, I know this is right, um, where Tommy Tuberville um, told everybody to go to hell and get a job. So that's going to bring back some memories if BYU comes to Cincinnati, if the Bearcats go to Utah. It's going to be obviously a very, very um difficult challenge. Uh Texas Tech going to Lubbock. You know, that's going to the west side of Texas. That's going like just outside of New Mexico. I mean, that's gonna be true southwest weather. And if you go there in September, good luck. Um that that's gonna be unique. Kansas the Kansas State. I'm excited for the Bearcats to go to all these, um, all these um, you know. Places that we don't really know a lot about, like Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, we know Kansas is a basketball school, which I'll touch on Friday, basketball games. Uh, Kansas basketball is a, a tradition. Uh, um, And one of the most successful programs. Uh, Kansas State, you know, Manhattan, Kansas, don't really know a lot about that. TCU is going to be interesting. TCU is a lot like Cincinnati. If you remember 2009, 2010, they were right on the fringe of the championship conversation. They didn't play for a national championship, but they, uh went to the Fiesta Bowl with Andy Dalton they won the Rose Bowl with Andy Dalton in 2010 and then they had some years I know in 2014 they arguably should have been in the college football playoff I don't know if I totally agree with that they got in this year they beat Michigan they played for the national championship TCU like the Bearcats I think this year was their breakthrough you know they they've had some really good teams in the past Um, a program that you really didn't start to pay attention to nationally. Again, national relevancy until maybe uh, 10, 12 years ago, Uh, 09, 10, right when when they joined the Big 12. So the Bearcats are finally at the Power 5 table with teams like West Virginia and TCU who got into the Big 12 years ago. So really excited to see who's on that schedule at the end of the month. Houston would be interesting. Um, Dana Holgerson's coached in the Big 12 before, um, you know, a, and really just excited to see, you know, learn about these schools and places that the Bearcats have not been to. Uh, a new conference, uh, going to Baylor and how passionate that fan base is, going to um, Oklahoma State. and I, I, That's another game too. Um, going to Boone Pickens Stadium, a very, very tough place to play. In Stillwater, you know, with the visitors' benches right up against the uh, the stands. So, really looking forward to seeing what games exactly get put on the schedule. Um, all right. So, after we hear from two of our sponsors, I'm going to set up something that we're going to, that Russ and I are going to talk about later today in our live room. Cause I feel like we haven't really talked about it, but it's an important aspect of the offseason for the Bearcats. I'll get into that after we hear from two of our sponsors. So we know Ivan Pace has declared for the NFL Draft, but we really haven't heard from Deshaun Pace. Now, I talked with Russ Heltman yesterday. I I texted him. I'm like, what have you heard about Deshaun Pace? And he goes, "Um, I I can actually read the text verbatim. And he says, "Um, sounds like he's going to be a prominent piece of the defense. That's all you need to know. We will touch on that later today, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live room, yours truly, and Russ Heltman from all Bearcats and Sports Illustrated. So plenty more to get to today. We'll, of course, look ahead to tonight's men's basketball game between the Bearcats and USF. Bearcats completing a two-game road trip before they come home for their weekend showdown with Memphis on Sunday. Lots left to get to this week. Thanks, as always, for making us Locked Bearcats, your first listen every day. How about for your second listen, check out our brand-new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts, Isaac Shade excuse me, and Andy Patton, bringing you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus here from big name experts, coaches and players throughout the basketball landscape, Locked On College Basketball is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Alex Frank for Locked On Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for always making us your first listen every day. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back later today, live room at 1230 p.m. Eastern time with Russ Heldman. That'll be in podcast form tomorrow and then back after the Bearcats and USF Recapping that game right here on Locked On Bearcats.